You're listening to I Know All About That with Joe and Curtis. I don't need anybody else's opinion. I know what I'm talking about. There's a lot of confidence there. Because it's me. You know, suck it up, buttercup, and let's do it. Well. Can they do that? Maybe we don't know all about that. Picks up. Hey, this is Joe. Dag Sorry, I can't it. get. Just leave a message, and I'll return your call as soon as possible. Okay, well, he'll probably call back. Welcome to another episode. It's yes. me and Miranda. Mm-hmm. Miranda is my beautiful wife, and she also hosts the trivia episodes. And now you get to see her for the first time. Hello. So take a look at the camera. Hello. See, she looked at the camera, not the screen. It's yeah, already a level up. Already... It's already a level up on this guest. <laughs> so what do you want to talk about? Oh, I have some topics. Do you? I do. Because I wanted to get this opportunity to try something a little different. I've I've heard um, another comedian that we both really love, Dusty Slay, mm. wearing his hat right now. We're having a good time. And his podcast, his wife is on there with him. Yes, and it's a great idea because it's they have great chemistry. Yeah, yeah. And you get into some really funny conversations, and we've listened to it and relate quite a bit to it. Too much <laughs> because just the back and forth that yeah. we have, and we're like, we should occasionally record these. Not all the time, but true. true. I think it'd be good. So we're going to give it a shot, and here we um, are. Well, here we are. I really want to know how you feel about. My video viewing habits. So first off, I just realized they're getting a real good shot of my thigh here. <laughs> Should have put some pants on, some sweatpants. I got shorts on too, so. Yeah, but for some reason, my thigh is really, it was really shining. Well, your why. thigh is very white. You don't wear shorts. I don't. So. Uh, well, I'm starting to wear them more now because it's summer. You are. But, oh, look at that. Yeah. You, okay. Dad's calling. It's fine. Before we get into the first topic, let's answer this. All right. Joe's Pool Hall 8-Ball speaking. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, this is this is ball What do you want? Well, where are you right now? Are you underwater? No, I'm in upstairs watching television, watching a western. Oh, shocker. Wow. Mm. Well, you're live on air right now. I am? Yeah. Yes, you are, Joe. You were the first caller. First caller for what? Well, this is... Uh, you you're you're live on air on I know all about that. I got Miranda on as a guest. Hello. And oh hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, and you're on the, you're on the show via cell phone. Well, that's crazy. That's great. Gosh yeah. dang. So uh, hang ten, okay? What's that? Hang ten just a second. What are you gonna do? I'll be right back. He's he's gonna drive here. You left. Okay, I'm on. I'm on live, right? Yeah, you're on live. Man, that's pretty cool. You were the you were the first caller, mm-hmm. and we picked up, and it's because we called you at the top of the show, and you weren't you didn't answer. You didn't answer. Oh, I was talking to somebody on the phone, but I didn't see it call me. Yeah. When was that? No, it was just like, like six minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, I was in the shower. So what were I'd you doing? Tell me the truth. Were you on the phone with somebody? Or were you in the shower? 
out in the shower. Out the shower. The shower. You don't take your phone in the shower with you? No, it's not a waterproof. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. They are. I take my phone in there all the time. Hey, this is not the Titan, and if it implodes, it's not going to happen. Hey, hey, listen. Hey, too soon. All right? Too soon. (laughs) Too soon for what? You can't be talking about them like that. Mm -mm. Then people just... I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the machine. Well... Well, they were in the machine. Yeah, with a remote control. No. No, they they were in there with it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know. With a remote control Nintendo thing, Atari thing. Yeah, so they, yeah, they, they did control it via a video game controller. That's true. But Atari wasn't the engine of the Titan. It may as well have been the engine. Well, it seems like so that. So what, what do you want me to talk about? I don't know. We're just, we just want to give you a call. We're trying out this feature on the soundboard of, of connecting a phone. We might do some call-ins oh. here in the future. Or have some people oh, call cool. in the show, and I just wanted to see what it was like. Well, who else is there? It's just me and Miranda. Oh, cool. Where are the kids? They're asleep. Sleeping. Uh, why? Because it's their bedtime. Oh, you parents got to relax a little bit. <laughs> oh, so, so you're doing a live show. Man, that's pretty cool. Well, it's, you know... It's as live as we normally do it. We're recording it, and then it'll come out in a month or so. Oh, so whatever we talk about is going to come out, huh? That's typically is how that it like goes. like coming out of the closet? Or? <laughs> this is why I'm afraid to do an actual live show with I that. I agree. I agree. You never know. Go, you, you don't you know what you're going to get. You can't take if back. If you do a live you show, I'll, be, I'll behave if you do a live show. You're not behaving I'm right now. Like this is basically... Yeah, but they can't see me. But yeah, they but can they're hear still going to hear you. That's all that matters. Yeah, but I, I may dress like a clown or something. Honestly, I would love that. I think that'd be great. Or you dress like Santa Claus again. Maybe we do a live Christmas show. Well, think- I don't know. I could dress like uh, one of my favorite athletes when I was a kid, Bruce Jenner. But anyway, I'd have to change clothes during the middle of it. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> what was that? You, you cut out. What was that? <laughs> yeah, I didn't cut out. You heard. <laughs> uh, did you guys? Did you guys have a good day? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, it was a good day. It was. Mm-hmm. It was a Monday, so I had a good lord. You got COVID over there. You need to chill out. I tubercul- it's my tuberculosis acting up again. So your tuberculosis, like it flaring up on you, flares yeah, so up on Monday. Today I'm at work, and I'm riding a Sand Pro, and I, I, I had to stop for a second to let some people golf, and I sneezed real loud. I mean, it was loud. Yeah, and Miranda and I both know how loud your sneezes are because and mine are just as loud. They're stupid, ridiculously loud. <laughs> it's insane. Oh, man, they, they love it. It's cool because they'll come running down. Everything okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Just had a sneeze. So did the golfers <laughs> say anything to you? Did you get in trouble? Uh, they kind of looked at me, and I thought, well, you're not very good anyway, so I don't know why they bothered you. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Do you? I so, feel like maybe. Have you been riding the Sand Pro a lot lately? Yeah, I I, I have yeah. been. I have been, and that makes a lot of sense because if y'all don't know, the Sand Pro just goes in circles all the time. And all I think the time. That's I'm just what's going, going round on. and round and round. Because the and last guy, stopped. what's that? 
And where it stops, only Joe knows. Yeah. The last guy that ran the Sand Pro was Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Hmm. Oh, yeah. You remember, don't you? way to put it. Yeah. And so I think Dad's on his way to that. I'm past the Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I'm for Cuckoo for Lucky Charms now, man. Well, it ought to be Cuckoo for for Cornflakes because you can't be having all that sugar. What well, colored cereal? Yeah. You got that diabetes. Uh, Tocal puffs are nasty anyway. Mom used to get that for us. That's nasty. No, she did not. Uh, Curtis was not allowed to have. Oh, okay. My mom. Okay. They had colored cereal when you were a kid? We had colored cereal. We had a bunch of snow. We walked school uphill both ways, sometimes barefooted. Uh, Yeah, we had had it hard, but but we survived. We survived. You survived. Now, I can't. Why can't I have colored cereal? It don't make any sense. Well, I don't know. Talk to mom about it. I wasn't allowed to have it growing up. He had it for the first time when we got married. Colored cereal. Yes. This man, that's, Joe, that's... the man you raised, is obsessed <laughs> with regular corn flakes that have no flavor. And no color and nothing in it, and they're disgusting. And he can eat the entire box. Yeah, you need, you need, son. I don't know what happened, but I'm pretty sure I taught you to put sugar on those puppies. Well, I buy him frosted flakes, and he that's at least a little better. I could have frosted flakes because it didn't have the dye. It wasn't about the sugar; it was about the the red dye eighty two or whatever, red dye forty. But you're not allergic. Oh my God! Could have been. Think your mom's gone. Your mom's gone back to a generic time on a movie or something. Hey, Dad, you're we're being recorded right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she's listening, anyways. Well, what western you watching, Dad? Uh, well, Tales of Wells Fargo. I oh. wish you could see it. The background is so real on this show. You would not believe how well. Real. I guarantee you, this show's got a lot of like stagecoaches in it because that's what that's about. Isn't Wells Fargo? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like bank, Fargo. bank or something. But yeah, it started out yeah. as yeah. Uh, stagecoaches. Yeah. Uh, Jim, Jim Hardy. He did. Jim Hardy's man. That's uh, not what I'm asking, Joe. Jim Hardy. <laughs> Who's the, who is that? What's he? Is he the actor? Uh, he yeah he's he's well, it, it, uh, that is a. Uh, Movie uh, show name Jim Hardy. Okay. Uh, let me think what who he really is. Hang on. No, that's fine. We're good. You can. We're good. Keep you, thinking. Yeah. Uh, Wells Fargo used to be like uh, they used to transport stuff. So like yeah. stagecoaches, like full of like money and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, kind of like, like yeah. Pony Express. Gotcha. Like they were they yeah. they they yeah. put the Pony Express out of business. Pony Express is mail. Yeah. Yeah, but they're well, like the FedEx. Uh, of yeah, the but time. Wells Fargo can be mail also. That's what I'm Wells saying. They Fargo put the Pony Express out of business. Okay, okay. Google it. Yeah. I, I don't uh, need to. Dale Robinson okay. wanted to play Jim Hardy, so I wanted to tell you oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then I'm, now I'm watching it. Now it's a commercial, The Balance of Nature. I don't know about those things. I, well, that's about yoga. No, it's about uh, taking some kind of like vitamin things, the fruit and stuff, and it's good for your body, and then it helps your memory and stuff of that nature. And uh, you should probably have some of that. No, I don't. I probably should. I, I have it. memory problems. You do. I'm sure, of days. I'm sure we'll I get to that. 
I can't remember what I forgot. Hmm. Okay. Well, that, um, that might be a good way to go ahead and close it out. I think we'll go ahead and we'll, <laughs> we'll continue on the show. We appreciate you calling back. Well, I, I, yeah, I thought, well, okay. And as uh, the grandkids talked about fishing? No. Oh. <laughs> All right. We got we to gotta move on with the show. We're not getting into hey, so, the. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. Don't call me Gordhead again. I get tired of that too. People call me Gordhead. Um, so why'd you call me? Oh, for the show. Yeah. That's pretty cool. A live, a live show. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, it's not live, live, but like I just, I'm giving you a call. You're right. on the show. Wait. Yeah, like, uh, can I use that line? Can I use that call line to talk to somebody? Yeah, that's good. No, like but we that. do have, we got another call coming in. So I'm going to have to hang up on this one and take that one, okay? Oh, good excuse. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, you guys have a good evening. Thanks Here for come. letting me join you. Yeah, thanks for calling, okay. Joe. We appreciate it. Hope you keep All listening right. to Love the show. We, yeah, we like you too. All right. We like. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> thanks a lot, I'll, Joe, for calling in. Respond. We appreciate it. You better hang up before I respond to that. <laughs> All right, Joe. Thanks for calling in. We hope to catch you soon. Here's another. All right. Here's another nine songs in a row with no ads. Okay, I we about didn't get out of that. We're twenty minutes into the show. Your dad could talk forever. You, you hear that. him come alive when I said, you're on the show. I'm pretty man. sure he was probably laying down watching the show, exactly. and he had to get up. He got up and closed the door. So he could talk on the phone. Yeah, so he could talk louder, because he yells on the phone. He yells at everything. He likes to... He's very animated. Well, but he doesn't realize that the phone is what takes away having to yell at people. Correct. Like you can now talk normal at long yeah. distances, and they can hear you. All right, I'd like to interrupt... Your regularly, uh, regular, your regular, uh, I'm going to read an ad here for our sponsor. So, uh, shout out to Sander Catering for sponsoring this episode of I Know All About That. <clears throat> all right, here we go. Uh, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Sander Catering, for making today's show possible. Mm -hmm. Sander Catering has been in business since 1994, which... I've also been in business since 1994. That's when I was born. It's my birth year. Located in Jasper, Indiana, Sander Catering is the largest and best caterer in Southern Indiana. And that's the truth. I wouldn't lie to you about that. Sander Catering offers a wide variety of menu options and are best known for their famous fried chicken, their one and a half inch smoked barbecue pork chops. Those are fantastic. Probably my favorite menu item. Their beef brisket and their pulled pork. Those two are also great. They can cater parties as small as 10 and as large as 5,000. So think about 1,000 people times like five. They can do it. So corporate events, private parties, weddings, proms, graduations, whatever you need. Great service, even better food. Sander Catering. Thank you so much for sponsoring. I know all about that. Now back to the show. You were talking about something. Uh, did he text us? 
He called us something. <laughs> he called us poop emoji heads. <laughs> poop heads. It's probably not. Yeah, it's a family nice. show. It's a family show. But he did put the poop emoji. I will say that. Okay, what were you talking about? First subject. Yeah, I wanted... I, well, I'm going to change that subject now um, because your dad brought up this topic. Um, why do men sneeze so loudly when it is uncalled for and you karate chop the air when you sneeze? You're going to throw your back out. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to pop a rib out before I die for sure. I don't know. It's not all men because I had a friend in high school who... He had armpit hair in the third grade, <laughs> and when he sneezed, he'd go, and I'm not even joking. That's what he did. That doesn't even feel like it would or sound exactly. like it would feel satisfying. But then me, I just got armpit hair three years ago, and I sneeze, and I do, you know, karate chops and all. And it's just a way I've got to move my body because it's the same concept of, like, if you try to open your eyes when you sneeze, they'll pop out your head. That's what they say, but if it's you, not true. It's true. <laughs> it's if not. you stay, if you remain completely still when okay. you sneeze, something's got to move, and it's probably going to be a rib. And so me moving is making sure that I don't pop a rib out. I got my body's at because it's a full body expression. It is a full body movement for you, but yeah. I'm not saying you're going to pop out a rib. I don't think you're popping out a rib. I'm, I'm not because I know how to counteract it. No, you're not going to counteract it. You're going to throw out your back and I'm going to have to take you to the chiropractor. You asked and I told you. <laughs> so, listen. It's not a very good answer. I think it was the answer, <laughs> the only answer because it's true. What's the next topic? You got something else for me? <laughs> Okay, Something we'll go else back. You want to make fun of? Yeah, plenty of things. Um, let's talk about my video viewing habits. Oh yeah, your and what and what you really think about them. So, I don't for, know how many. For those of you who don't know, listening to this podcast, I have an unusual way of watching videos and TV shows. Yeah, watching is a strong word for what you do. Okay, I'm explaining. You asked me the question. I did. You gonna go ahead? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead. So I have a habit of watching the same movie. I get fixed on a movie that I've seen many times before, and I use it as background noise. And it's just the same movie on repeat until I get tired of it, and then I change it. And it apparently is not normal, and my husband does not care for it. I've watched Twister 247 times since we've been married. Probably, and that Be number is not accurate. Because you don't, you don't watch it. You you put it on the TV of a night, and you just roll over. You might look at your phone for a few minutes, and then you just go to sleep. Mm -hmm. And the TV. But then this is this is what I this is what concerns me <laughs> is the credits will roll, and she wakes up from her sleep and turns the movie off and then goes right back to sleep. It's like her body knows credits are rolling. Let's go ahead and because it, it freaks me out. I'm always like, true. oh, the movie's over. And sometimes I watch it. Sometimes I watch my own stuff on my phone. Mm -hmm. Like clockwork. You wake up and do that. You also wake up and talk too. But yeah, you don't I wanted, really wake up. I wanted to bring that up too. Um, so I haven't done it in quite a while. I usually only sleep talk when I'm very sleep deprived. So when we brought home Jensen and brought home Remy, 
I was I slept talk quite a lot, and you kept some of those conversations recorded. Pulling them up right now. But I I don't want to talk about that. I want to oh. talk about the very first time that I slept talk to you, when we first got married. Yeah. So this is something I'm trying I'm trying to work into, work into my act. But I'll go <laughs> ahead and just. Well, it's okay. I don't have much of an act. <laughs> I I'm getting there. You're getting there. But you woke up, and I'd have to go back into these notes to see. To see what I don't even know if I wrote it down at the time because I was so terrified. But you, you woke up and you said something, mm-hmm. and I responded, and then you said something else, and it was that second thing you said, which is just pretty common. The second thing you say, I realized, oh, she's asleep. But okay. I didn't recognize it right away. But then when I did realize it. Mm-hmm. We'd been married for a couple months. Yeah. I chuckled because I was like, oh, my gosh, she's sleep talking. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I'd heard you do it in mm-hmm. two months. Yeah. And so I just kind of chuckled. And you, without missing a beat, looked me dead in the eyes and said, shut up or I'll kill you. And I rolled over and questioned Everything that all the decisions I'd made, why am I here? Why am I in this bed? This is a death sentence. (laughs) She's going to kill me. But you didn't even bring it up the next morning to discuss it. You literally let me walk out of the house. I come home. I start making dinner. You come home and you're tiptoeing around me and you don't say a word. Yeah, because you're in there with knives and utensils and stuff. But you don't say a word until I ask what was going on because you were acting so weird. Well, first off, this is a lesson in communication for marriage. (laughs) Just always communicate how you feel. That's very true. Which you did that night. Uh, Apparently I did. And I didn't, forgive me for not knowing how to respond to a death threat two months into marriage. <laughs> you could just talk about it. I didn't want to wake it. up the next morning and say, hey, babe, let's talk about that real quick. Do Except- I need to be on my toes? You're going to tell me when you're going to do it? You're going to poison <laughs> me? What are you going to do? You want me to dive into it? I just wanted to. I thought it. it is what it is. She said she's going to kill me. I will no longer laugh at her when she talks in the middle of the night. I just thought you would have given some explanation of why you were tiptoeing around me. Well, I'm much more forthcoming now. And when I yeah, brought it up, you were like, I did not say that. And I'm like, okay, you have no clue what you said last night. And then you said no. And then years, you know, throughout the years I've recorded. Many, many a time that I have Not like audio recorded, but like wrote down after the Yeah. Thing. Real odd, weird things. Yeah. I'm trying to find one that's appropriate because sometimes you talk like – you know, she's a Sometimes new mom. She's nursing. So there's some things that she might bring up that I, I don't want to bring up here. <laughs> um, and sometimes she curses at me, which is scary. I don't know that I'm doing it. There was one thing you said I didn't even respond to. Mm-hmm. You just said, I think the person who stepped in the pool, it's finally up to their toes. But the baby is in the crib, so I'm okay. That's like a... <laughs> That's like an Eminem line. That's like a Drake lyric. <laughs> when did I talk about I that? I don't put dates. I need to start putting dates. You do, yeah. I'll tell you what. Because I'm writing these down, recording them in the morning, 
or like right after they happen. Mm-hmm. It's like when I have a joke come to mind, it's that same type of, yeah. I just get Write it on it paper. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> let us know if any of your significant others sleep talk and yeah, you can, uh, you can reach out and we can chat about it. Yeah. It should be interesting to know. Speaking of late night habits and talking in our sleep, uh, Let's talk about your late night cereal eating habit now that you can eat colored cereal. So I have not done it in the past couple of weeks mm-hmm. because I feel like I should probably stop. Probably. For the benefit of my own health. But yeah, <laughs> for some reason around like 9 or 9.30, mm-hmm. I get a serious craving for cereal. Yeah. And I'll go get a couple bowls And of I'm an early bird. I like the boy, uh, our son goes to bed at like 8 p.m., I do what I need to do and then I crawl right into bed and I'm hopefully asleep by 930 and this cat over here is getting up at like 945 after I'm all like snuggled in bed ready to go to sleep and he's like you know what I think I'm gonna go eat me some cereal at 945 at night it just it blows my mind that you I think part of it is because I'm I'm sitting there watching sometimes TikTok most of the time it's I'm watching YouTube, like mm-hmm. hunting videos or mm-hmm. something. And a lot of the guys that I watch also cook. So you're watching so them like, cook food. I watch them cook food and I'm like, wow, I can't thaw out my squirrel legs right now and <laughs> make some dumplings, but I can get a bowl of cereal. And that's, <laughs> do you continue to watch your video as you eat I it? Do. Gosh, does it satisfy your craving then? It. I mean, it does because... I mean, I'm I'm laying there and I'm because we eat kind of early too because yeah. the kids eat early. Mm-hmm. We're trying to eat later, but we still mm-hmm. five five thirty. It's about five thirty, and um, that's pretty early. It is for a lot of adults. Yeah, and so if I'm still awake four or five hours later, I might get hungry. <laughs> I might get hungry too, but I just take a big gulp of water and go to sleep and eat in the morning. Hey, listen. Willpower, that's good. Good on you. <laughs> I don't have. I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's. You know, I try not to do it, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's a thing. I don't okay. know. I'm working on it. I'm getting better. You are. You are. You I need to try it. that intermittent fasting thing. I feel like that would work for me. Probably. You just what are you doing? Just snacking all day? Yeah, just little snack, healthy snacks. Oh, healthy, healthy snacks. Yeah, well, we'll revisit that. Mm-hmm. I gotta go back to the drawing. Board. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got another subject? I do. Um, competitiveness in my family versus you. Yeah. I'm not competitive. No. At all. No. In fact, you know, I got in some heated discussions with my high school basketball coach because he was just, he wanted me to have more fire. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is what you None get. of us are Larry Bird here. Let's yeah. just chill out. Yeah. Let's just go play some basketball, have some fun. Right. You know, he's like, why don't you get on to the rest? Why don't you get mad at bad calls? I'm like, what are they going to do? Oh, you're mad? I'll change it. Let me change it back for you. That's not how that works. <laughs> no, it's There's not. just no reason to get bent out of shape. I get it. I get it. Just keep on moving forward. Mm-hmm. That's always how I've been. And that's why I was a very mediocre athlete because I didn't have a lot of, you don't need to shrug your shoulders. I, I'm saying I don't you know. Don't like I agree. didn't watch you play. I was mediocre. And that's because I just didn't have a, mm-hmm. like, I didn't have a huge competitive fire. I'm okay right. to admit that. Okay. You know, I probably thrived more in band because it, there's not really, band 
people like to act like they're competitive, mm-hmm. but there ain't nothing one individual can do that can sway. I mean, now you can sway it in the wrong way. That's very true. In marching band. Mm-hmm. But they got super competitive, and I was just like, I'm just here playing music. Yeah. You know, that was just kind of my... It would stink when we lost, but I wasn't like, well, what could I have done better? Oh, true. Because true. marching band is so much a, sometimes Team. it's, well, it's judged. And anything yeah. that's judged, sometimes it doesn't matter what you do. That's very true. So I didn't get bent out of shape about that either. Very true. In fact, this is how not competitive I am. Uh, I went to Springs Valley High School, French Lake, Indiana, and we won state championship in marching band mm-hmm. in yeah. uh, 2011. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. And um, that was awesome. And I basically, I was going to quit band after that because I was like, you can't do any better than that. And you were what, a junior? No, I was going to be a senior. I was going into my senior year. (laughs) And I was like, why risk it Mm -hmm. and lose when you can go out on top? And that's what I was going to do. And my band director, uh, he talked me into staying and we... Got fourth at state the next year, and we lost people we've never lost to before, and I was angry about it, and so, I knew I should have just quit. Okay, so all this to say, you're not competitive, and my family is. We were at, was it Father's Day? Yes, it was. And there is a a croquet game mm-hmm. going on. My family is old school. We like old games. Sounds like a Viking war. <laughs> In the background, people are screaming. They're screaming at each other. Mm, mm. And I turn around and it's the most ridiculous scene because y'all are so intense. Yes. And you're screaming and you yes. turn around and you got a little stick between your legs and you're you're hitting a little ball. Trying. It's like, <laughs> I, and then I was playing cornhole and people just get so competitive at cornhole, you know, and I'm just like, man, who cares? I'm just here to... To just relax and enjoy myself, mm. and and people, they, everything has to turn into a competition. Mm. Yeah. And I think part of the, and I'll tell you this, I think this is why I'm I'm so burnt out on competition, is because I grew up in a family that us cousins were competitive. I wasn't as competitive, mm-hmm. but okay, Fourth of July is prime example. Yeah, Dustin, my older cousin, right? We're playing cornhole. Mm-hmm against each other it don't matter what i do he's there stride for stride Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it angers me (laughs) and i i was like hey man we're adults now yeah loosen up a little bit you know i'm not saying let me win you don't have to do that but like i can't like as a kid i couldn't win anything right you know and i still can't now it don't matter what i do if i threw four in on mm-hmm. cornhole, mm-hmm. he'd throw five, and we only got four bags. <laughs> that's how that's how okay, it always goes. So for me. that competitiveness with your with your cousin or that thinking, that's just essentially our entire family and its being when it comes to sports. So yeah, you know any what type I'll, of game. you know what I'll never do with you guys again. Play skippo. No, that that wasn't as bad. Okay, the immediate family, like no. your brother mm-hmm. and our sister in law and. Or in your mom, dad. That mm-hmm. that's fine. It's the extended family. What's that game where you you pass it around the table? <laughs> catchphrase. He's talking about catchphrase. That's it. 
that's ridiculously intense. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be. My grandma tends to get a little violent in Everyone. that game. And she has hit a couple of members of the family in passing said game. I mean, game. they'll be in the kitchen playing that, and I'm in the living room. Just... <laughs> all the men are. <laughs> it's mainly all the women who get competitive and play the games. I just can't do it. I can't do it. There's just... There's too many things that you got to stress over in life now. I'm mm -hmm. not going to add some silly little child's play into it to but get stressed fine. over. That's fine. Whew, my thigh is showing again. You better cover that white up. I'm just not going to cut to the wide shot as much. Probably not. All right. I got like two more. Do you have my or my new Crocs on there? No, but we can talk about your new Crocs and then go into another topic that so, has to deal with your Crocs. I lost. A pair of Crocs. Yeah, very oddly, and we don't know how. I don't know how. Jensen, my, our son, informed me Yes. what happened to them yeah. tonight. Yeah. He said, I think they're up in the sky with Jesus. Apparently, Jesus came down and stole Curtis's and Crocs. I, was, I don't know. I'm thinking, Jesus, did, he might have my Birkenstocks. Where are your Birkenstocks? They're in my closet. Oh. <laughs> okay. He wouldn't take my Crocs. He would take my Birkenstocks because they're... See, if I have to explain the joke, it's... They're Jesus sandals, and you shouldn't have to explain it, Okay. It hurts a little bit. That it I does. It. But uh, I got a new pair of Crocs. You do? Let's White see. walls? Can you get your leg up that high? No, Hang on. No, nope, he cannot. He is not limber. Well, all. you don't need to be. There ain't no reason to be limber. I'm not out of here trying to compete in the Olympics. Look at them bad boys. White walls. White walls, baby. I originally had just the regular black ones, and these are by far... Uh, but look at the nice detail on the back. Crocs. Mm. Mm. Little red detail here. Mm. What do you think about them? Those are sharp. And man, they're comfortable. I forgot I, how comfortable they are. Well, were. I wear my Crocs every day in the house watching kids. That's probably what's wrong so with my foot. Probably. My foot misses my Crocs. Probably. Your feet are probably just so jacked up. Let's talk about your feet. You have a toe. I have 10. But there's one toe in particular. I don't think we need to get into it. He I got, should have I should have approved this list. Probably should have. Yeah, it. but it's already done. It's in. It's now. Um, my husband had like five years ago had a small fungus in his nail. Happens. We got medicine. Happens to everybody. Yeah, happens to everybody. Occasionally, we got medicine. Cleared it up. It was fine. Um, but since that fungus, um, that medicine quit working. Well. I think it's more along the line, you did not actually go see somebody about it to have them fully clean it. But here's my thing. It didn't hurt. Correct. You're right. And it, it wasn't ingrown. Yeah, it wasn't anything crazy. So it crazy. didn't matter. So it didn't matter to it's you. It's my big toe on my left foot, in case you're wondering. Yes. But now it's to a point where you have half a toenail, and the half a toenail that you do have is about 17 bazillion layers thick. Yeah. Because your toenail literally keeps growing over the dead stuff and you have to break it away yep. with fingernail clippers. Yep. It's disgusting and it should never have happened. Well, it did. And I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it is what it is. It don't hurt, so it don't matter. Yeah, but she, that's that's your take on everything. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Like, I mean. Is there something wrong with that theology? No, but take care of your body. Get your foot looked at. But Get what, that taken off. It's not affecting my health is what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's affecting your toe. Who cares? I care. Why? Because I have to see it. 
Don't look at it. When you walk by, I don't look at your feet. No, you don't. But I'm I'm not staring down at your feet. You wear socks ninety percent of the time too, and yeah. that's another issue. So so then why well, I don't understand what you're complaining about here. I'm complaining about your toe just to complain about it. I want other people's opinion. Should you have gotten your toe looked at? Should you have gotten that toenail taken off? Yes. And should you really be taking your socks and wearing them to bed? No. Okay. Mm. I haven't wore socks to bed in, in a couple months now. I need because, to because it's so dang hot outside. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with wearing socks in bed. Your feet need breath. They need air. They need breathing. They don't have any... I don't even understand that. They need air. They get air. Outside of your socks. You get out of the shower and put socks on. And then you come home... You act like... You just said that like I, I get I literally step out of the shower and I don't even dry my feet off. I just put socks. I feel like sometimes that's, that's what you do. That's not what I do. <laughs> Listen, I didn't know this show was going to turn into a v- really judgmental zone. And it's I'm not judgmental. It's very we're just, judgmental. We're just talking about I want other people's opinions. I got to put it they out there. They don't care. I got to put it out there for other people to know. They don't care. They should know who why, they're listening to. Why would I go get that toe checked out? What benefit would that have done for me? To clean it up and maybe grow a healthy toe. But who cares? The toe doesn't hurt. It doesn't I affect me. Care. You should care. But, I, but why? That's why I'm asking. Because. I've still not gotten an answer. Sh- you should care about taking care of your body. I do take care of my body. The toe Just not that toe. is one of the least important items to False. be taken care of. If it now, if it was affecting the way I walk, of course I'd get it taken care of. Maybe it's it your doesn't. toe affecting your foot and how it's been hurting the last Other couple foot. of days. Thank you. Other foot. Ah, just, something's going on. I'm having some feet problems. And I think they've just been problems. missing my Crocs. My right foot has been in incredible pain. Yeah, that's really odd. And uh like I'm the one who pain. usually has the feet problems. And like I that. have a pretty high pain threshold. Mm-hmm. I played a, finished out a basketball game with a broken arm one time. Because your mom told you to go back and play. Correct. And it was junior high, so I didn't have a lot of power then. And she didn't believe you that it was broken. That's also true. She did not believe me. And when I, I've never been so excited to receive bad news from an x-ray. Because you were so excited to tell your mom that she was wrong. I was like, look at that, mom. It's broken. It's broken, mom. Told you. You know what happened in the game... <laughs> Is I, I fell on it. Yeah. I went up. Some dude took my legs out, and I fell on it. Yeah. I was playing Crawford County. You remember this game? Yeah. And I come out of the game, and I never came out of the game in junior high because we didn't have a lot of guys, mm-hmm. and I was one of the main point guards. Mm-hmm. And so I just didn't come out a lot. And right. so I came out, and I was out for a significant amount of time. Yeah. And my mom came down, not to the coach, I want to clarify, not to the coach. She came to me, and she's like, what are you doing? Because she could tell that I was like not asking to yeah. go in. A lot of times if I came out, I was just getting a breather and I'd say, hey, coach, good to go. Yeah. And I was like, I broke my arm. She's like, no, you didn't. And I was like, I broke it. You know, when I jumped up and, and they took my feet out from under me, she's like, yeah. I said, I fell on my arm. I broke it. She goes, no, you didn't. I said, have you ever broken your arm? She goes, no. I said, I just broke mine two years ago. It's broken again. <laughs> I feel like this is the same conversation that I had with my mother when I rebroke my arm as well. Yeah, and then she said I was younger. She said, "Well, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get your Uncle Daryl down here, and put some tape on it." I was like, "Yeah, because that's right, gonna let's help. do that." And so he comes down, he wraps it in tape, athletic tape, 
and it does nothing. I mean, if it was a compound fracture, it would do a little bit more a than what bit, it was doing but, in yeah. that case. Yeah. I go over to the assistant coach. I said, Larry, I'm good to go. He's like, no, you're not, Crow. I can tell you're in pain. And I'm like, I'm good to go. Let's get out there. He goes, dribble the basketball. <laughs> and I dribbled it with the other hand. <laughs> he goes, dribble it with that hand. I said, there are other guys on the team who can only dribble with one hand. So I'm good. I'm great. And he's like, Fair point. Check in. <laughs> so I played the rest of the game, and I even shot it a couple times and made it with my opposite hand. So, little known, uh, legendary game in Springs Valley history. Uh, seventh grade boys, junior high basketball, oh Crawford gosh. County. Uh, the same game we had a tornado warning. We had to we had to go into the the laundry room of the gym. For a bit. During and, the game? Mm-hmm. Is and this then before come, or after you broke your arm? This was after. So I was in there. It was horrible because we got done with the game, and I'm in incredible pain. And I was like, can we go to the hospital? Mom's like, we'll go in the morning. So I just <laughs> laid on the couch that night. Just, I mean, just <laughs> horrible pain. So I broke my arm in for, uh, first grade, fell off the monkey bar second week of first grade, um, came back like five days later, cast up six weeks in a cast Mm -hmm. and it was one of those 90 degree right arms like couldn't bend it i never had to have one oh it was bad so fast forward to the summer between first and second grade my brother and i outside at the old house riding bikes is before we had the deck so we're making figure eights behind trees and whatever else and he passed me and his back tire and my front tire hit so i got the wobbles and I was real close to the tree, so I hit one of the tree roots, and I just, you know, I fell over. And I landed on a tree root, rebroke the arm, same exact place, just snapped it the opposite way. Another 90-degree right arm. And then fast forward two years later, the summer between fifth and sixth grade maybe, fourth and fifth grade, somewhere in there, I was going down a huge curly Q slide that did some whips and turns in it mm-hmm. and I flipped out of it going too fast and I broke my left arm didn't have a 90 degree cast but that was a lot, a lot of breakage oh well the, the first time I broke my arm was a similar situation with the bike you uh, had a speed bump on your yeah arm you though. could ramp a hot wheel yeah you arm. could see that yeah D- uh Dustin went me Dustin was actually riding a scooter a razor scooter down the hill no down the road we were racing and you were on the I was bike. On a bike and he cut in front of me, and I went over the handlebars, yeah, and the yeah. hand, and it literally just like created this like just, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I got up. I said I broke my arm. He goes, No, you didn't, because I said I broke my arm quite a bit as a kid. <laughs> and, he, and I said, and it's just, <laughs> and he's like, Oh my gosh, you did. He had some other words, but <laughs> well, that's course. what he said. Yeah. It was pretty terrifying for him because he felt horrible. Mm-hmm. When he's he's like. We decided to walk back to the house. Yeah. I don't know why we didn't ride back to the house. <laughs> you had a broken arm. I mean, it, was, it could affect you. But I also, you know that good scar on my knee right there? Yeah. Yeah. Or it might be the other one. I can't remember. And it was bleeding like crazy. Because, I mean, we hit the road. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't even see that at first because I'm like. You're, I'm, you have a broken arm. I'm throb my yeah. pain, like my my arm. There's so much pain. It's just throbbing. Yeah. And I'm also looking at it and I'm about, I'm just like. Oh my gosh! I can't yeah. believe this is happening. They're going right. to amputate it. 
And you always went worst case scenario. And we get over and we get halfway there and this neighbor lady is out in the yard and she saw the whole thing go down. She So she runs out there and she's like, oh, sweetie, your knee's bleeding. And I'm like, I don't care. Look at, look at my arm. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I got to get you a washcloth for that knee. You stay right here. And I'm like, lady, look at my arm. I don't care about the knee. And so she spends like five minutes mm -hmm. while my uncle Scott, Dustin's dad, is coming. And she was only concerned about the blood. She acted like I hit a main artery I and I was going to bleed out. You hit your knee just right in gravel or concrete yeah, it's or just something. A lot it'll of blood. just, it'll but go I forever. did not care. I actually had to have stitches on the knee. That's how bad <laughs> it was. But I, in the moment, I was like, I don't care. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, my uncle got over there and he's like, you sure you broke it? And I was like, and he's like, all right, yeah, let's go to the hospital. <laughs> so the second time I broke my arm, my, I cried wolf a lot. Um, and so when I came inside, I was like, mom, my arm really, really hurts. And she was like, how about we just take a seat? I'll get you an ice pack. Calm down. I was bawling my eyes out. She's like, just take a breath. Um, so I sat at the bar for like an hour and mom just put more ice on my arm, put more ice on my arm. And finally, dad walked in the door and goes, what's going on? She goes, Marina hurt her arm. She thinks it's broken. I don't really know what to do. Like, she won't move it. Like, she says it's very tender, blah, blah, blah. Could so you dad, visibly see anything wrong? No, you yeah. couldn't. And so dad was like, well, let's just go. Let's let's take her to the doctor. Let's go to the emergency room. If nothing's wrong with it, then nothing's wrong with it. They'll tell us what's going on, and we'll go from there. Um, we get in there. They take x-rays, they come back, and the doctor just looked at my mom and put the x-ray up on that shiny thing or whatever and, like, mm -hmm. lit it up yeah. and just pointed with that, like, staring at mom. And mom goes, oh, no. And she, after having a conversation with her later down the road, she's like, I had never felt so bad for making you sit there for an hour with a broken arm but not knowing, yeah. like, it was actually broken. But, I mean, I get it. Like, I've seen our kids look like they've broken their neck destroyed their and body i'll be like you're good yeah and agreed. jensen would be like i am and i'm yeah. like yeah he's like okay yeah and then he moves on and he, he is good on. yeah he's like, fine when's that moment gonna come when when something actually happens oh yeah oh yeah yeah all right gonna interrupt here once again we got another ad read uh sander catering thanks for sponsoring the show Anyone else interested in sponsoring the show, you can go ahead and reach out to me because we would love that. But for now, Sander Catering. And you might be tired of hearing of them, and that's too bad because, uh, well, that's how it works. That's how the world works. That's advertising. They're paying for it in a good way. Like they're paying for the spot. They want to be heard on the show. That's kind of the deal. They, that's the deal. Uh, so once again, we'd like to thank Sander Catering for sponsoring the show. We are working on some fun new ideas with them to sponsor segments of the show. And I will tell you, the next episode is one of those ideas. It's a lot of fun. The next episode is a lot of fun. I can't tell you why I know that. It's not that I am recording this in the future and then putting it back in later. Probably not why. I do know that that next show is fun. Episode number 22, I think, is going to be a blast. So if you need catering service and you're in southern Indiana, you're going to want to call Sander Catering. They can cater parties as small as 10 and as large as 5,000. That's a lot. 
10 is a little, 5,000 is a lot. I mean, obviously, it's a, that's how it goes. This includes everything from corporate events to graduations. So literally any event you have, Sander can cater it, and they will. That's what they do. You pay them, they bring you great food and great service. That's Sander Catering. All right. I think that's it. That's paying the bills. Back to the episode. You got any other topics for me? Nah. That's that was it. it. Yeah. That's all I got. Well, Do you want more? You said five or six. That was like seven or eight. No, that's good. I got some stuff to talk about. Oh, no. So as you, Well, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> as you all know, I got, I got a comedy show coming up. He does. How do you feel about this whole comedy thing? You're good at it. I mean, you make me laugh on a daily basis, so that's a plus for me. That was something I always wanted when I was trying to find my husband 15 billion years ago. That must have been the only criteria, because if you see a picture of me from then... <laughs> you were baby fists. There wasn't a lot to look at. Hey, I married you the way you were, and I'm still married to you the way you are. You're like, I hope this guy becomes a comedian, because otherwise he's going to be a loser. <laughs> I mean, you still are a loser, so but I still love you. All right. Well, that hurt a little bit. That's okay. It's meant to. So love hurts sometimes. Listen to this. All right. Okay. Got a comedy show coming mm -hmm. up. Yeah, you do. September twenty third mm -hmm. at the Astra in Jasper, Indiana. Yep, yep. Me, Jacob Rubel, mm -hmm. both opening for Brian Bates. Yes. Brian Bates, the man. Mm hmm. On a Nate Land podcast, he's got a dry bar comedy special. Mm -hmm. Yep. He's been at the Grand Old Opry. Yeah. Everywhere, he's awesome, yeah. And tickets are probably live for that when this show comes out, probably. Yep, maybe sold out, maybe. Who know. knows? Gotta get them quick. I mm -hmm. don't know, I don't know when this is coming out. <laughs> I don't know how many I haven't edited yet. <laughs> this may be out before the tickets, come out. it very well could be. The show will be announced though, um, by the time this comes out. So, anyways, yeah, I'm very excited about that show. Yeah. It'll be my second paid gig i actually got one before that's a little mm -hmm. bit more of a private gig it right. can be open to the public but i don't know that it needs to be because yeah. it's like a private gig and there's yeah. already going to be 300 people there yeah yeah so i don't know if we need that but here's what i wanted to talk to you about i don't know you know how i've been trying to figure out like what i feel comfortable in on stage yeah like clothes wise uh -huh. and i know that sounds silly but it's a big deal right especially for someone like me who I'm really nervous to get up there. Not as much anymore. Right. But actually, this is one of the first times I've worn a T-shirt on this podcast because I have this thing about showing my arms. There's nothing wrong with my arms. Yeah. I just like like to have long sleeves on. It's like a, a security thing. And especially in, in, in comedy, it's like I'm already giving up enough of myself you socially don't expose yourself anymore. I want a little bit of protection. Okay. I've okay. literally worn a jacket in the summer. Yeah, I've realized that. When I go to open mics yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. I'll wear a t shirt underneath and then I'll put a jacket on. Right. And that's that's what I do it for. Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking about getting a shirt specifically for this show. For just this show? For the the show at the Astro. Oh, in the September. comedy show. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Because I'm trying to figure out what's my vibe. When I'm up there. And okay. I don't want it to be crazy, but I'm like, what could I get that's a nice shirt that's a little different? It's also something I can wear to my day job. Okay. All right. And I think that I've found it, and I want <sighs> to know your opinion on it. Okay. 
Is it crazy colored? No, it's not. It's very me colored. Is it very, is it crazy patterned? No, it's just a little bit old school and vintage. Okay. Good Lord, it looks like a bowling shirt. It is a bowling shirt. Oh my gosh. But, but you like it. The you, color is fine. You like it because you didn't immediately say no. And I understand. I know how you are. Folks, we've got a winner. No. No. Can I get it? No. No? No. I really been dead set on getting this shirt. And now he's going to make this all about how I'm going to hurt his feelings and no, crush his strength. I'm not going to do that. You want to see the other ones that were on the list? No. They're not. even more like this is just a straight up like <laughs> I'm not getting this. <laughs> this is a straight up bowling shirt. Oh my gosh. But they're vintage bowling shirts. Like it could be like I had this one on the list too. That's even crazier. That's disgusting. And it's a bowling shirt. It see this one Feels vintage. It feels like me. That's what I like about it. Doesn't that feel like me? It's a little bit of me mixed with Kramer, maybe. Oh my gosh, that's what it is. It's a shirt Kramer would wear. Can I do I have your permission to get this shirt for the show? And also I'll wear it to work too. I don't care. If you get the shirt, that's the only shirt. It's the only vintage bowling shirt you're ever allowed to buy ever. What happens? Hear me out. What happens if my comedy career takes off and, you know, once or twice a month, I'm on the road with another comedian and I need a couple of shirts. We'll cross that road when it comes. It's bridge. Cross that okay. bridge. We'll cross that bridge when it comes. But okay. I can get this shirt? One. All right. It'll be here Wednesday. This is a big deal, folks. I'm debating, should I show the image or should I wait make people? I'm going to show the image because it's really not that big a deal. It's really not that big a deal. I don't know why you make it such a and big I, it, deal. Most people are going to be coming for Brian Bates. Yeah. So, okay, you didn't need to agree with that. So, <laughs> Well, I, you want me to be honest. It's all about communicating, is it not? It is. So we'll get this shirt in. We'll see. I don't know what the sizes are like in the vintage bowling shirts. I feel like they probably run a little small. It's like a button-up. So whatever you buy in button-up, I, I know, would, I would just. I did. Okay. It's on its way. Okay, cool. So uh, September 23rd, the Astra and Jasper, you can visit. You can find it on my Instagram. I'll have the link in my bio on Instagram. You're so fancy. That's right, where you can purchase tickets to the show. Yep. Bring your friends. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say this, okay, as a closing statement. It's clean comedy. It is. Yes. But don't bring your kids. Yeah. It's not for kids. It's not for kids. It's not a magic show. This is <laughs> not Pigeon Forge. <laughs> it's not dinner and a show. This is for adults. It's clean comedy It is for adults. It'll be very good. It's just meant for adults. It's just not meant for kids. I'll tell stories, and the kids won't laugh. I don't want that. Correct. I want everyone laughing. Yep. So All just right. you, I don't want to be looking down at some friends. little seven-year-old that's just like during the show, okay? They'll probably be sleeping by the time this actually happens. Okay. Night. Another reason why we don't want them there. Exactly. We it's your bedtime. to fill the theater with people who are ready to hear some comedy. I'm going to have to find a babysitter that's not our family. I know. Everyone, 
was nuts. Everyone's going to be there. Both my parents, both your parents, yep. my brother. They're not going to be able to watch the kids. They'll be there. We'll get some high school or college students. I got plenty of high schoolers to call. But who knows? They might all come too. It's going to be a hot ticketed mm-hmm. item. You know, when I, I put it out on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I just, this was when the, I knew the show was happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The date wasn't like in concrete Set. yet. Yeah. And I just said on Facebook, if I were to do a stand-up comedy show, mm-hmm. live, local, who would come? And I had 80 comments, and mm-hmm. everybody was like, I'll be there. There were a couple people who were like, when is it? <laughs> well, they might not be there. They might not be there. <laughs> but um, Everybody else will. Everybody else will. And I don't think I'm going to get all 80 of those people. But I bet I can count on 20 or 30 of those people to show up. Probably. I've already been sprinkling in some in it to conversation. But hey, save the date. Just letting you know. I know our girls group was so excited to hear that you were doing comedy at the Astra. Yeah, but you and guys when, told them that I was open nope, for Nope, Dust- I did not. Emily did. Okay. They said I was open uh, for, for Dusty Slay. That's not true. <laughs> it's not I true. I would love to open for Dusty Slay. And Dana, our sister-in-law, I had to calm everybody down and be like, no, sorry, guys, I can't remember his name. But she couldn't remember his name and was like, it's not Dusty Slate, I promise you. And they were all like, oh, man. Yeah. Well, don't say that. That'll hurt (laughs) Brian's family. Yeah. But they don't, they didn't know, like, so, but it was a whole. A lot of people in our friend group are big fans of Dusty Slate. Yes. Because, like. I give off very Dusty Slay vibes. Yeah. And most of our friends are like, you guys are long lost brothers. <laughs> yeah. And which is a massive compliment. Oh, yeah. He's a great oh, yeah. comedian. He is. He's very amazing. funny guy. And Dusty, if you're listening, he's not. He's not. If you're listening, I would love to open for you. It'd be awesome. If you want to cool. take the chance, maybe a corporate event sometime. Take a chance on me. You know, low chance. But I am opening for Brian Bates. I'm really excited yeah. about the show. Yeah. It's going to be. It's going to be great. Maybe we'll hear about it on the Neatly and podcast that he's coming. Well, they typically talk about where yeah. we're going. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, we're Jasper Indiana is going to get, or at least the Astros is going to get a shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, hopefully more. I'm going to try to get Brian on this podcast while he's in town. Yeah, yeah. that'd be good. So dad's going to be mad again because he again, got kicked off. Again, it's not him. Show. How do you think this went? We did all right. You went all right? Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. About an hour long. Good gracious. Well, it's time to go. 